Welcome to episode 41 of Forging the Journey, where we discuss the joys and struggles of our entrepreneurial journey. I'm Greg Davis. And I'm Jared Dobb. And how's it going, buddy? Good. How are you doing? I'm doing pretty good. I just want to get this out of the way real quick. Last week, we said that we would be talking copyright and trademark stuff this week. We are actually going to have to push that back because we want to actually make sure that we can do that discussion um, better than what we did the patent stuff last week, which was kind of rushed because um, of, of schedules and stuff. So we're going to we're going to do that that uh, that podcast offline this week sometime and and, and actually do it do its service. So this week we're just going to kind of catch up and see what's going on. So what's going on in our worlds? Yeah. So what do you what do you got going on this week? Um, well, my week's actually going to start today. I took yesterday off. It was the last day that my whole family was off for the summer. My wife starts back this week. Two of my kids start back next week, and then my youngest starts the week after that. So these next three weeks are are kind of hectic, just because I've you know I'm playing playing stay at home dad as well as uh um you know business guy and, and all that stuff like that. So, um, I've like, we have different people kind of lined up each day to come and watch the kids for a few hours while I get some work done. And so, uh, yeah, that's, that's, that's kind of the, the plates that I'm spinning right now, but <clears throat> I walked out in my shop yesterday uh, when we got back and it's just, I've got so many things going on out there. I've got a whiteboard half full of of things I need to get done. And so it's, there's just a lot going on right now. One of those weeks. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah that's and, what I feel like. We're heading into the fall. I mean, <clears throat> I've got a new product that I'm hoping to get out by Labor Day, which is rapidly approaching. And, um, just, we, you know, we have some events coming up in, in October and September is busy. And so this, the rest of the the rest of this year is really going to fly by very fast. Yeah, that's that's what I'm noticing really quickly is that obviously the year is picking up speed it seems like and then on top of that this is like the first time that I've felt a lot I mean I felt it but a lot of pressure in in this year you know like a different kind of pressure and part of it's because we also have a new product we're trying to release by Labor Day. And, you know, this is one that I'm kind of, I'm not going to say nervous about because I'm really not nervous about it, but it's been over a year in the works. So it it has been through so many different ups and downs and changes. And we've been through so many ups and downs and changes and revisions and testing and all this other stuff. I've taken photos of this thing a million times thinking that I was done and then we change it. <laughs> so yeah. today is a fo- another photo shoot where now we are adapting, you know, essentially taking photos of this new product with all of the other existing products because it fits across the board. So it's an overwhelming feeling. And then on top of that, you know, our business is growing. So there's, um, there's just a lot going on. And I, I feel like, Every year, I, I get to this point where I almost hit a wall where you hit your maximum, you know, and I'm, I'm getting close to the point where 
I'm seeing myself become less effective in certain areas because I'm doing so much other stuff. One of those areas is just even getting quotes out as quick as I would like, following up with important customers, maintaining the communication. All that stuff right now is suffering in some capacity just because of how much focus this new product release is taking and then the regular day-to-day stuff. Um, so it's it's uh, the first time that I felt a lot of pressure this year in, in this way. Yeah. You know, I don't know if that makes any sense because mm. there's different ways mm. to, I don't know. I feel like there's different kinds of pressure you feel as you're starting right. your business, but yeah, no, definitely. I, <clears throat> I definitely, I, I definitely, uh, I definitely get that. And just, you know, I feel like, especially coming into the fall, um, I definitely start feeling feeling my pressure. I mean, I'm already I'm already thinking about you know what am I going to need for shot show in January, and I've got several events coming even before that 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 you know I should be thinking about as well. It's uh, you know, I've kind of I've kind of noticed lately that that I'm feeling more anxious than uh, you know, you know, than I used to be it just, just in general, as a person, I've, I feel more, more stress and anxiety. And <clears throat> back when I first started you know, that the first year or two, um, honestly, I felt zero stress because I was, because I was compared to, well, the, the current workload that I was dealing with compared to my last job, which was a pretty stressful job. I came into this feeling like, man, I got nothing to worry about. Well, <laughs> you know, a, a few years go by and, and you start, uh, you know, you start adding, uh, you know, some different costs here. You know, I've got a CNC machine. I got employees. I've got, um, you know, I have, I have more bills now or back then <clears throat> I didn't really, it was just, it was just cost of goods and stuff. So, um, I'm, I'm starting to feel a little bit, a little more of that pressure and just trying to, um, just kind of be smart as I go through those things and not make stupid decisions and doing things stupid. Yeah. And part of our conversation of what's adding to it is, um, mm. is just the overall planning of TA targets. And there's a lot of stuff that's going on behind the scenes that, I mean, you and I have talked about things, but I don't, I keep it within my circle because obviously, you know, we, we talk about stuff among the people that it, you know, are integral in the rollout or the plan first, and then people start to see the picture take place. You don't want to get those steps out of place, but you know, one of the the big conversations we've been having here with my business partners and um, some other folks that are um, involved in this is rapidly scaling up TA targets. And what does that look like? And that's one of the main conversations we're having right now. Um, I have three different, essentially three different salespeople that we're, I guess you could kind of say interviewing, but it's not really interview. It's getting to know them. It's interviewing. I don't know. The, that's the best way to say it. It's trying to, trying to gauge like where's the next step for TA targets and how do we take, you know, what I've done now, but then ramp up even more because I see so much potential on the horizon for the company 
But like I just said about five minutes ago, I see myself quickly getting to my wall where there's a lot of different tasks that have to occur, but I can only do so many of them well. And if I'm balancing everything, I can, I can only do them kind of okay. So yeah, that's adding into the equation because that's, it's a lot of, you know, whenever you start talking money and planning, you inherently increase risk whenever you're trying to ramp up your business. And, you know, there's a lot of stuff on the back end there that I never really anticipated as a startup. And I think I've taken for granted a little bit off and on. Yeah. You know, just how relaxed you can be when you're small and you have less revolving parts and, well, that's that's funny because we're cause talking I, about adding. Go ahead. Well, it's funny because I've I've talked to I've talked to some business owners for, that that have some really big big business businesses, and it's come up in conversation how they they missed the old days when it was you know when it was a small business and uh and that you know that there was, there's some less stresses because you have less. I mean, I mean. I, you kind of have less on the line, really. It's, you know, you don't have so many people depending on you and, and, uh, and taxes to pay and, you know, it just, there's less. And so that's something that, that it's also been on my mind is just, um, keeping in mind what my goal is for my business, because, because in the back of my head, I'm constantly thinking, grow, 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 grow. What should I be doing to grow? What should I be doing to get this month higher, um, add this product? And it, I'm always thinking more and more and more. And every once in a while, it kind of pops in my head, like, is that what I want? Do I want to be bigger? And do I want to take on this next thing to make it bigger and <clears throat> and that sort of thing. So that's, it's, it's funny. I, I, I had a, I had a surprise conversation last night uh, with a buddy of mine uh, who owns another business in our industry. And, and, uh, and it turned into kind of this conversation is, you know, you have to decide what, what your goal for your business is. And um, because there are definitely a lot of opportunities that I know about and that I could take that I've purposely not taken uh, just because of of what's going to be involved if I take those on. It's going to mean rapid growth and big growth for my business, but um, I've intentionally kind of held off on that stuff. So, But I kind of see, I'm to the point now where I see um, that I want to be, <clears throat> I do want to be bigger and I do want, uh, I do want to grow and I'm kind of doing the same thing now that I was last year. And we're getting the same thing as what we got last year. And, and it's that, you know, it's, it's that saying that goes, you know, keep doing the same thing you always did. You're going to continue to get the same thing that you always get. Um, and so, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of feeling a little bit of a crossroads here where I kind of need to decide what, what my long-term goal is for this. And yeah. And, and you know, you know, there's going to be costs that's that's going to come with that. If I decide that that I want to take some of these avenues, um, it's going to take, it's going to cost me some things. And 
time is one of those things and I don't have a whole lot of time right now. So it's going to mean giving, giving things up. And if I give things up, that means I got to get somebody else to do it. And so, you know, you, you know how that goes. Oh, I know how it goes. And honestly, there's a part of it that is super exciting for me. A lot of it, honestly, um, because we're, you know, the, the kind of scaling up that we're talking about, it's not, I don't know. I don't know how to put it. I mean, I think people think of these massive corporations that are huge, you know, that have thousands of employees. Like I'm not talking about that kind of rapid growth. We're talking about something that's sustainable because we're, we're, we're cautious about it because you could rapidly grow until you dig your, you know, you could dig your own grave um, with an immense amount of growth. If you're not, if you're not structured properly. Um, one, one of the things that some of the guys that I've talked to that have kind of mentored me about business and talked to me about business is one of the hardest things to track as you're growing is the money of the business, you know, and it's so easy when there's rapid growth to just start throwing it at different things. Um, and then businesses find out that they get themselves stuck in a corner. So I, it, we're cautious about it, but at the same time with, with the amount of costs involved in producing these targets at any kind of capacity, the growth has to continue occurring to a certain point for us. Um, so it's just, it's figuring out where, you know, what our goals are and we know what, what the sales numbers look like. We know what we're shooting for. Um, it's just at this point, executing the plan. But the part of why I'm so excited about it is because it is going to free me up in a lot of different areas. And the more and more that I've gone forward with TA targets and the brand and building the business, I've noticed that my strength, I really believe is going to be with a camera in my hand and working with a team to help create the image of the company and then have a sales force below me that's helping to do the customer interaction, the police departments, ranges, all of that stuff. So I, I get really excited when I think about it because what that's going to allow me to do is focus heavily on what I'm really passionate about in the business. Um, you know, I, I am passionate about our targets. I'm personally not pa- passionate about welding them together. You know, I love the prototyping, but I'm not the production guy. I'm the the dreamer, the visual storyteller of the brand, like that's what I want to be. So there's, there's the stress of, of all these changes we're talking about, but at the same time, man, I'm so hungry to just be able to focus on something and kind of hone in my skills and learn and, um, and push that. So it's definitely, it's, it's bringing its own, you know, stresses and stuff, but I'm, I don't know. Overall, I'm, I'm excited about where we're headed and I think people are going to like what they see from the company and, and how more, how much more refined we can get as we put some of these steps in place. So it's, I don't know. It's just one of those things. It's, it's the, the pain of growing a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's a great thing. It's a great problem to have, uh, but it is a problem and it is a, it is something that you have to solve and, and be smart about. Um, yeah. So what's going on the rest of this week? Well, today our we're doing photos and then I'm going to be shipping this product out to a bunch of influencers so that we can kind of get content created so that when we hit Labor Day, we have something to go out on. Cause I mean, I, I'm going to have my own video, but our reach is what it is. 
So we're, we're getting that in place and then it's website time. And that's the part that I'm kind of dreading because this product works with all of our different products. So I need to make it an option for every single product. Essentially, it's kind of like an upsell is how it'll be structured. You know, you spend whatever, I don't know the number. I'm just throwing this out there, 20 bucks more and you'll get this product instead of the old one. And it'll just be an option people can add, just like our hostage for the ADAP system. I'm so, I feel like you've talked about this for, before. Um, we talked about doing like a, you know, like a build your own yeah, type that's, thing on the website where you pick, you pick your target, you pick your stand, you pick your base, and, and you actually just, yep. you just build it. I think that'd be pretty cool. And that'll be someday. That definitely that's my future plan. And, um, I've been talking to some friends who do web design who are going to help me work through that and design the website from scratch. What the only reason that hasn't occurred yet is just the amount of time, you know, trying to balance all of this other stuff. But the website is one of the next things that I have my sites on. I, you know, our website's not terrible, but to me, you know, it's great if you have great analytics, if you have good SEO, if you're driving people to your site through Instagram and social media, that's fantastic. But if your site isn't streamlined, is not good, you know, it's not intuitive, um, doesn't have good photography and graphics. I think there's something lacking there then. And I would give our site probably like a 65% rating, you know, out of a hundred. I don't hate it. It's not like it's terrible, but there are definitely major things that we could change. Um, but it, it's, it's the same. That's, you know, the website's the same story as being a business owner, starting it from the ground up. You, you kind of start and you're like, well, I don't know how to do web design. So what am I going to do? You find the easiest way to make a website and get your products up. And it ends up not being like Magpul's site, you know, or any of these other big companies. Think of any big company in the gun industry that's really prestigious and then hop on their website and look at it. And there is a reason behind that. You know, there's, there's that first impression and, you know, one of my biggest stressors with our site and sites in general is it's a pain in the butt when, you know, you're trying to buy something and you've got to go through 50 steps or the website's not smart enough that when you hit the back button, it doesn't keep your stuff in your cart. You know, so we're trying to make a really intuitive website, but part of that plan is ultimately what you said, the build your own target. And I'm sure that'll be a pain in the butt to roll out. <laughs> well, and I think that's even when you have that option, I think you should still have a, a quick buy, you know, like already yep. built sets and stuff. So I, I, I finally listened all the way through um, building a story brand by Donald Miller. Nice. Listen, have you read I, yeah, that or listened to that? I've read that book, yeah. Um, and man, I, 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 I listened through it and I started, I was jotting down notes like crazy. It was actually, it was killing me because I was listening to it in the shop as I was working and I had to keep stopping working to, to take notes. And I finally had to tell myself, all right, I'm just going to listen through it and, and then I, I'm going to come back and, and go through it again. But uh, he's got a lot of good, a lot of good uh, input on that. There is. And, the thing I love about it is it's pretty, it's pretty, uh, 
pretty hands-on. It's pretty, it, it could, his website has like an outline on it and he points you to it like a million times throughout the book. Right. Um, but each, each chapter kind of breaks down what the outline is so that, so that you can fill out this, this outline that really helps you narrow down what, um, you know, what kind of story that you need to tell as a, as a brand and how to build your brand. <clears throat> but he also talks a ton about, about what your website should, should look like. And I think one of the things that they said is within five seconds, somebody should, should be able to go to your website and be able to tell what your product is, um, how to, how to buy it. I'm trying to remember what the third thing is. Yeah. I don't have the book in front of me. It's like what it is, how it works and how to buy it. I, I think it's something like that <clears throat> within five seconds. And, uh, and I know like on, on, on our website, it's, it's super easy to, to buy. Like we have that, that's something that over, over the last year we've really, uh, broken down and I've, I've really worked with our web developer to, to streamline the purchasing process and take out steps and just, you know, make it super easy to, uh, to purchase. But I think the one thing I would like to do better on our website is, is very quickly be able to show people what the Neomag is and and how it works and what it does. Now that's, that's a lot to show in a very short amount of time. If your goal is that, is that five seconds, um, you know, to be able to tell that, that whole story that quickly and do these other things is, is a lot, but that book really, uh, has challenged me and, and, and really, I, I gotta be honest in a lot of ways, it, a lot of this stuff is, is things that I already knew that I needed to do better, um, or get, get back to doing it all and, and things I've done in the past, but it really, it's kind of helped me just kind of break it down because this whole thing is, is making your customers the hero in the story and, right. and you're the person that comes along and gives the hero the solution is if I could put the whole book in a nutshell. Um, so that's super good. If, if anybody's listening, uh, I highly recommend read listen to the book. It, it's, it's really, I think it was like a four, four and a half hour long listen. So it's, it's, it's not, not a, a very big book. No, it's, it's, it's not the text it's a, is pretty big. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, if you're, if you have bad eyesight, yeah, I, I didn't have any trouble working through it. And I, now I feel like going back and rereading it because it, it, you know, it was funny. So I read that book probably two years ago and it changed a lot about what I was doing for TA targets, but it also reinforced some of the stuff that I was kind of accidentally doing. Mm-hmm. You know, I always saw as a business owner and as a company, um, I didn't want to, I didn't want TA targets to be like, here's the spotlight. This is us. You know, I don't, I like videos and content where the owners and everything are involved and you get to see the back door and everything. But I was always cautious about wanting to make me, my partners, everything like, Hey, look at us. I want the customers to be forefront with the experience. And, and we did it pretty much to the back end with customer service and how we treat people. And people got an experience of, of good business like that. So some of those principles are reinforced after reading that book. 
but then it really made me made me think who am i who am i selling to and what is their problem that they have you know because ultimately every product should solve some problem that you're experiencing um, so yeah that that book is definitely something i'd recommend and i feel like now i'm going to have to start reading it again yeah you should especially if you guys are working towards that that new website um you know the one thing that i that i will say I kind of disagree with him on his, um, as he kind of is, his thought is don't show you and your business at all. Just, just focus on the customer being the hero. And, and my thought, I mean, I can't disagree with that more. Um, I think you need to do both. It, right. I think, um, I think people like seeing it. Well, I think making people the hero probably, yeah, that that should be the first step because, but then once you have those people and they've, and they bought in, um, they also buy into you. And when we've talked about this before, when you think about like a lot of the most successful businesses, they have a person, um, you know, and we think about Amazon and Apple and those things and Microsoft. When we think about those companies, you think of the owner. Um, and so having that person and, and, uh, in mind and seeing those, uh, seeing the inner workings and stuff, I, I think, I think a lot of people do find that stuff inspiring and, and interesting and they want to be a part of that continuing story, which is, you know, you've helped me solve this problem. Now I want to buy in to you guys and help you guys as a, as a brand and, and, and be a part of our story. Um, you know, so I think there's a, I think there's a greater picture than even what that, you know, you know that book gets into. Um, yeah. Yeah. I would agree with that. As I just look at, you know, especially like after ORD, um, we, we got to get our product in a lot of people's hands and they, they, they got it and they bought in. Well, <clears throat> now I'm seeing those people are, are, are continuing to build relationships with us and they are supporting us and our business and, and, and the product. Um, and I think if, if it was only about them and the product and nothing else, then you would kind of lose some of that stuff to continue on supporting, you know, it would just be another product that would eventually end up in a box or something. I, I don't know. Yeah. No, I think, I think about that too. I think we've, I think you and I probably focus on that more than a lot. You know, that that's something that hits home to me is that I want, I want people to be able to put a face to a name. We say that all the time. Um, I want to, p- partly I, you know, it's why I want to have a personal brand. It's why I want to have the relationship like that. It's why I want to be present in the content so that people have that face to the name. And then when we're at shows and everything, it's, it's an, it's like a company that's approachable is kind of what right. I feel like it feels like when I see a company doing that, it, it makes it have more personality um, because I feel like, you know, and I buy products from big companies that are just kind of like a corporate, 
you know, curtain. You don't really know anything behind the company, but at the same time, I largely will buy from a, a smaller company, something with personality, even if it costs me a little bit more because of the experience, because they make me feel important. They solve a, a problem that I'm having. They have a legit solution or they're innovative. I would much rather support companies like that. And yeah, I'm sure like some of the, some of the segment of the market and people buying aren't going to care. They're just going to go for whatever they want. But at the same time, I, it kind of speaks to my broader mission of business. It's, it's not just about selling a product. It's not just about, you know, me providing for my family, although that's a huge thing. It's about really making a change and an impact in an industry, offering a product that really truly does offer something to the customer, not just, you know, buy this impulsively and then, oh, you regret it later. You know, I want to have a product that people really, truly are happy to receive. So it's a bigger, I feel like it's a bigger picture of business. Yeah. But I could, you know, I, I know everybody has different opinions, but for me, those, those thoughts and that theory and that belief is what drives the steps that we're taking. And it's also, I think, why we've been so well received um, at, you know, at shows as people get to know us, you know, it's, I think it's an important foundation to build. I remember, uh, I can't remember which show it was. I was going to go to many, so I should remember, but um, I had heard a little bit later on the day that, that somebody a couple booths down had asked the booth next to us if we were famous <laughs> because we had so many people coming up to us um, like we're friends, you know, or it, it just, you know, we a lot of people coming up to us excited to meet us and excited to, uh, you know, come see their product and stuff. And, <clears throat> and all these other booths are just, um, just, you know, somebody who just works a booth for those, for those companies there. And so people would, kind of mingle by, but they didn't have the same enthusiasm. And so, you know, somebody asked if, if, if we were famous and, and we kind of laughed, uh, cause we don't think we are actually, it, I think it was a shot show, uh, the, the booth we had the one day. Um, and we, we were just swamped that day and we had so many people, you know, you know, kind of running up to us and, and into our booth and, and staying in our booth too. Like we had people just, just hanging out there. Um, and, uh, and we didn't really see that with any other booth there. So, you know, I mean, I think about well, one of the first brands I think about um, is Velocity Triggers. So I, 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 I've used another brand's trigger in my guns. I had, in fact, I had a bunch of the same trigger in a bunch of my different guns just because I really like the trigger. And, um, and in fact, it was, um, it's a little bit cheaper trigger, but I get to know these guys from velocity and I, I, I meet the owner and, um, and I use their product and it's a great product. I'm not going to say it's like, I mean, probably their price point, maybe even double what I was using before. And, um, it's a great product. Don't get me wrong, but the last product I was using was fine too, but I've since gotten rid of all of the, my other triggers and they're in a box <clears throat> and I've converted all my guns to, velocity and it's because they have a great product but it's also because i like to support 
those guys and and that business that I've met and that I've made relationships with. So I think, you know, people do buy because of who they see, you know, they see some sleaze bag on the other end that, 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 that has a good product and a good price point, And they see somebody that they can relate to and that they like <clears throat> with maybe even a, you know, the same product and maybe even more expensive. They're probably going to buy from the people that they like. So that's just kind of my thought with all that. I, as much as I loved his book and I'm going to use everything that he has in that book, I, I think there's, there's, there's a greater picture to some of it as well. Yeah. And it's a constantly evolving experience is what I've, is what I've noticed is the things that I've thought, you know, I, there's core principles that I have proven time and time again, that they're true. And then there's some of the application of how we roll some of this out that has changed and evolved over time. And I'm sure when I'm looking back five years from now, 10 years from now, some of the stuff we're doing wasn't wrong, but we're going to evolve and refine. And I'm, I'm excited to see what that landscape looks like, but you know, to speak to your point about knowing people, I've had people say similar things. And it's funny because I always looked at you and, and was like, man, that guy knows everybody, but that's kind of, I don't know if it's your natural personality, but you do know a lot of people. Um, but I, and, I've had people say similar things as we're walking around these shows and everybody's coming up and saying, Hey, you're Keystone carry and TA targets. It's like, yeah, hey, nice to meet you. Nice to see you, whatever, you know, and I know so many of the other people that I guess you would call our ambassadors, influencers, they have large social media followings. At this point now going into our fifth year, I do know a lot of people and it's, it's cool to see that. And people notice that and, Um, The biggest thing that I've noticed from that is it opens doors to so much different opportunity by having those relationships. And I never went into these friendships and relationships with a mindset of, okay, what can you do for me? Right. I just go into these relationships with, this is a person that I want to get to know uh, because I have, I mean, these are my friends now. These are people that I talk to every week and the, the reality is we're all passionate about this industry and we're all involved in this industry somehow. So the reality is the friendships you have are going to open doors to opportunity. Uh, maybe it's, maybe it's not selling a product, but maybe it's a door that opens up to talk to somebody, you know, maybe, you know, a good example is I met a friend at ORD, a, a new friend who, opened up a door to a facility that needs steel and it's massive. And it's just simply because of handshakes, introductions, a friend introduced me to him. He got to see our steel and was blown away. So it's just, it's those relationships that you just, you never know. And that's the exciting part about it. I'm just, I just caution people that when you go into these relationships, don't go in with a, you owe me attitude, you know, or what can I get from this person? Right. Yeah. Yeah. I never think like that. But I'm always amazed at how, you know, as a company, we, we're provided for the greater plan always reveals itself over time. Um, the times we've gone through major struggles, there's always been a door that has opened up. Um, so it's, and it's because I think of those core principles, the foundation that we've built um, and then, and then sticking to those, but the relationships by far have been 
incredible. Even when they don't make sense, like even when it's just a friend that I know, um, that it just never, never f- ceases to amaze me how those relationships will in some way, shape or form help your business move forward. Yeah, absolutely. Well, we kind of set a time for ourselves the when we wanted to wrap things up and we are rapidly approaching that time. Um, is there any kind of, I guess, final thoughts or anything that you want to add, add to this? I was just going to see, I don't know, just spitballing here. You want to each just share a goal for the week and follow up next week and see if we, we accomplished what we're looking at. Ooh. Come on, man. I know you can do it. Um, well, I, <laughs> I can just, share mine. I was trying to pick one. <laughs> I've got I have so many things I need to get done this week. Yeah. Pick <laughs> one. That's really, I don't know, something that's critical. And, and that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to pick something that's critical and I'm going to commit to it and I'm going to make it happen. I mean, so, I need to clear off my whiteboard, all the, every single thing on the whiteboard that I have listed out to do, I got to get done this week. If I go into another week with those things up on the board, I'm going to go nuts because they've been up on the board for a couple of weeks. Yeah. Yeah. I'm with you. I, I for I me, um, I would say my, my commitment through this week is going to be, I don't know how to summarize it into even a sentence, but I'm going to try. It's just getting the new product into the hands of the, the movers and shakers, the people I'm going to rely on to help me get content. And that's something I've put off, but get that done and get the photography done and edited. That's this week. Um, because if I do that in the next couple of days, I can start on the website. Uh, but that means that in order to achieve that, that goal of getting the content and the product out, I have to kind of put off a couple other things, but make sure you check in with me next week and ask me if I got it done. Okay. I'm going to write, hold on, I write yes. that on my notes here. Ask Jared if he got it done. Boom. I'm gonna Yeah, it's gonna be tough. It, it, it's a lot, but I don't know. Yeah. If I clear off if I clear off my to do list, which I literally do I have to do lists and I've talked about that before, but if I clear that off and I focus in the long run, that's going to help me out because it's going to get me back on track quicker. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Try the, the, the hardest part is is doing one thing at a time. That's the hardest part. It's because I want to do five things at a time, and then I don't get anything done, as opposed to just strapping down and getting one thing done at a time. That's that's going to be the hardest part for me, especially this week with kind of. I got some short, short work days just with, with the kids, and so I'm gonna have to pull some nights, and it's gonna be it's gonna be a jumbled few weeks here. So, all right, buddy. Yep. Well, let's get off here and uh and get to work. Yeah. Well, guys, as always, thank you for tuning in to Forging the Journey podcast, and we would greatly appreciate if you share this podcast with a friend. That should be your goal this week. Yeah. So reach out to a buddy, a friend, anybody who's in the firearms industry, outside the firearms industry, interested in business, not interested in business, doesn't really matter. I think that the principles that we talk about and the, and the topics we cover 
are going to relate to a ton of different people. So that can be your goal for the week to share it with somebody. Um, and then, you know, just put us on their radar and we would greatly appreciate that. Absolutely. All right, man. You have a good rest of the week. Yeah, you too, man. Yep. Yeah.